but I want to share from the Word of God, and it's always my heart's desire uh, to bring what I believe from God's Word, that will, something that will change our lives. I am very uh, into the fact that Jesus said the words that he spoke, they are spirit and they are life. And these words can actually bring changes into our lives. So that's what we'll be doing. The title of the message is Putting the Devil in His Place. Putting the Devil in His Place. And I believe that the Word of God has a secret that we should know. Uh, I may not be able to get to it today, but I, wa- I want you to know something, and uh, possibly next Sunday, uh, you'll find out something about Satan that uh, I never really thought about. <laughs> but it's very, very key to my deliverance. It's so key to your deliverance and, and God's blessings upon your life. Amen? So, we want to look at Luke chapter 13. That's where I'm going to start today. Luke chapter 13, and it's the story of the woman that was doubled over, bent over, and Jesus healed her. And uh, it says in chapter uh, 13, verse 11 and 12, And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years, and was bent over, and could in no way raise herself up, no matter how hard she tried. She was bent over. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. Bow your heads with me. Let's pray. Father God, we just ask for your presence of your Holy Spirit. And we ask that you speak to us and encourage us from your word this morning. Strengthen us through your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. This woman had been sick, bent over. We are not told when this started, but I believe it started one day. Possibly she was okay for a while. And then all of a sudden, a spirit of infirmity. Now, you need to know this. Spirits can be responsible for sickness. That's what the Bible tells us. She wasn't doubled over just because she had... Uh, some kind of a physical condition. Yes, it was physical, but the spirit was responsible for it. And for 18 years, she had been in that way. She had been bent over. I'm sure she tried and she visited with doctors. They told her what they thought the problem was, but no one could help her. She was in that condition for 18 years. And in the natural, what we'll think is she's just going to be that way for the rest of her life. I mean, if you have been sick with one condition for 18 years, I mean, it's normal to think nothing's going to change in this situation. Right? But not when Jesus comes around. Amen. The Bible said Jesus came around and saw her in that condition. And he was ministering the word just as we're ministering today. And he saw her, a, a child of God, at, in the, tab, in the uh, synagogue where he was preaching. And he singled her out. Come over here, he said. I'm sure she didn't know what was going to happen. But... 
come over here, stand by me, and then he released the word. Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. He could care less how long he's been there. Just those words spoken brought healing to her. One of the things I'm going to be sharing later in this message is that you, as a child of God, have the same power living in you to order those words, if you will order them in faith, and the devil will listen. The devil will listen. It doesn't matter what's there. I mean, that's the easiest way to get somebody healed. If there is a spirit behind it. Amen? For 18 years. In verse 16, it says this. So, the people actually challenged Jesus because he did this on the Sabbath. They didn't like it. The, the religious people, they were upset about it. This is a strange thing about religion. They get upset about things that, are not really, that don't really matter. Uh, the woman is healed. And they are upset because he did it on the Sabbath day. How serious. And so Jesus told them, he said, Hey, you guys, when your, your horse falls into a ditch on the Sabbath day, don't you guys reach out and you pull your horse out? And it's no big deal because you're trying to save the life of your horse. But this is a human being. Amen? This is a, a human being. She needs help. But Jesus said, So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound this, think of it, he says, for 18 years, be loose from this bond on the Sabbath. 18. If you are a child of God, you have the right to walk out of bondage. If you are a child of God, you are a daughter of Abraham, you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, no devil, the devil has no power to hold you in bondage. You can walk out of bondage because you are a daughter of Abraham. All that is needed is the release of the word by faith. To release the word by faith. And I'm going to say to you this morning, no matter what you're going through right now, if you feel bound... In your life, for any reason, I'm saying to you, today, the end of the bondage has come. And God will release you from that bondage in Jesus' name. You are loose from that bondage. It will no longer be part of your life by the power of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You're free. If you're sick this morning in your body, I believe God is touching your body right now. And you can be healed from that sickness in the name of Jesus. If you have been bound in your finances, I'm saying to you today... Because you are a child of Abraham, because you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, change is coming your way and good things are about to come into your life. In the name of Jesus, you don't have to be afraid because the word is being released in Jesus' name. He is the Son of God. 
And he has the right to release the word and Satan must listen. I am a son of God, born of the same spirit. And I can speak those words to your situation and you can speak the same words to any situation, even your own situation, and feel the freedom. Because Satan has no right to hold a child of Abraham down. Can't hold you in bondage. On Wednesday, I was saying, can't touch this. Amen. Can't touch this. Amen. Amen. That's you. A child of Abraham. You cannot be touched. Amen. You cannot be touched. If Satan is holding you in bondage, you have a right to walk free. If you listen to the voice of the master, that's what Jesus is declaring. No child of Abraham can be bound. That's what he's saying. And if they are bound, they ought to be loosed. And that's our heritage. That's what God has given to us. We just need to believe it and release the word. And we reveal our freedom. We have nothing to fear. Amen. Because God is with us. And if God is for us, who can be against us? You're loosed. You're loosed. Amen. You're loosed. You have to understand that this same spirit that was on Jesus Christ to a measure, I mean, it's in us. Amen. He gave us the spirit. I don't understand it, but Jesus lives in me, right? I don't understand you. The same Jesus lives in you. He's not half Jesus in you, another half in me, right? He's the same Jesus, right? He walks with us. And that's why angels follow us. Because wherever the king goes, angels go along. Amen. So you are fortified. Fortified. All over. Powerful being. It's just we don't know it. That's why Paul said, you are walking like mere men. Like ordinary men. You are not ordinary. You are born of the spirit of the living God. You have the spirit of God giving birth to your new born again spirit. Your different kind of being. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. That old life is gone. The sinful life gone. The bondage life gone. All things have become new. All things, all things, all things. All we have to do is believe it. We cannot be bound. If you are a child of Abraham, born of the same spirit of the living God, no matter what Satan brings to you, don't mind it. It may last for a while, even though you go through the shadow of the valley, the valley of the shadow of death. I put it backward. You're just passing through, amen? You're not camping there. You may go through it for a while, but God is on your side. And if God is on your side, who can be against you? Sickness, cancer, uh-uh. We got a God who is mightier than that. And will whip problems, every one of them. That's why he is for us. When God says, if God be for you, he's bragging. He can brag. He's above all. He said, when I'm for you, nobody, I'm telling you, nobody can touch you. Amen. We just need to believe that. 
He's not only with Jesus. You remember, remember Peter and John? After the day of Pentecost, they were going to the temple to pray. And there was this man who had been lame. You remember him? He was asking for money. I like Peter. Amen. He said to the fellow, look on us. Look on us. I'm sure the guys never heard anything like that before in his entire life. They just gave. Nobody talked to them, you know. Threw the money in and walk away, right? But he, this guy was talking to him. Amen. He said, hey, hey, look. Look on us. And I'm thinking, the guy is thinking, wow, this is going to be big. <laughs> this is going to be big. He's talking to me. He said, they said, look on us. And then the man heard the strange words, silver and gold, have we not? He was looking for silver and gold. <laughs> so what am I going to get from this? Look on us. He says, but what we have, we'll give to you. Just Peter and John? No. You and I as well. Amen? You and I have the same thing. He said, what we have, we will give to you in the name of of Jesus. That's what they have in the name of Jesus. How many have the name of Jesus? You have the name of Jesus. They said what we have will give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. That's what we have. Rise up and walk. And he walked out of bondage. He continues with us today. He's with us today. You can be healed this morning. Amen. And be free. When I go overseas and I'm conducting meetings, I know that I'm never alone. And I have no fear. You just do it. You're just going up. I don't know what God's doing. I just obey. He says to lay hands on them. I lay hands on them. And then wait for him. To stand back and wait for him to heal them. When he heals them, they're surprised. I'm surprised we all rejoice together. Amen. Amen. That's the God we serve. And, and, and please, you need to understand this. This is not about a message to hear. This is life. This is reality. Many people want, you know, reality. Let's be real. By which they mean, let's stay on the side of unbelief. Let's be real. They want to come down to the ordinary, what they understand in the natural. But let's be real. Let's go back to what God says. Let God be true and every man a liar. Stay with what God says. It doesn't matter how long the situation you've been has been in your life. It doesn't matter. One single day when God moves in your life and he speaks to you, that thing is taken care of. And when God wants to do something, he just can't wait. That's why the Bible says a day to the Lord is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like one day. When God is not ready to do it yet, <laughs> you can cry, you can scream, you can stomp, you can do whatever you want. Uh-uh. He said, you're not ready for it yet. But when the day comes, <laughs> uh, one minute is like a hundred years for him. He's ready to do it and he comes and baptizes you. That's the kind of God we serve. He takes care of his people. You have to understand that your enemy is not natural. <laughs> your enemy is not natural. 
I feel sorry for people that point to that person and say, that's my enemy. <laughs> There's nothing like that. If you can point to somebody as your enemy, you are in bondage. You don't have any understanding. Human beings are not your enemy. If they're doing something wrong to you, it's because the enemy, again, remember that woman was doubled over? If you go to a doctor, they'll tell the woman, well, uh, this is kind of generic. I, I think it runs in your DNA. And we found that there is a curvature of the spine, and they'll give you all their medical terms, and they're correct. Right? But Jesus calls it what? Spirit of infirmity. Amen. And that's not to knock uh, the medicine down. It's, it's okay. We need that. But God, when medicine can't work, God can do it. Amen. So understand your enemy is not natural. It's a spiritual enemy. And the fight that we are in that's really affecting our lives, that's affecting our families, and all of that has to do with what's happening in our minds. This all is going on. The battle is a battle of what the enemy is trying to do with your mind. To make you make a decision one way or the other. That's where the battle is. Words spoken to your head from the enemy in the form of thoughts. Leading you one way or the other to accept one thing or to reject. And God is in the same in his word, trying to persuade you through his word to go lean towards him. And you can choose wherever you want to lean. And where you lean is where you will, what you receive. If you lean towards God, you receive deliverance and, and light and, and, and life. But if you lean towards the enemy, then all you got is darkness, confusion, depression, and death. It's all in your mind. It, that's what the Bible says. This fight is in your mind. And you go through it and I go through it. When something happens, I'm dealing with it in my mind. And, and you're either exceptionally happy because of what's happened. And you can be exceptionally happy because of what's going on. And then one single mm, piece of news can change all of that. How many have been there? Just one piece of news. What happened? You heard some words. Or read some words. Comprehended something. And everything has changed. Your countenance has changed. And if you check your blood, things have changed in your blood. Right? You heard words. And now things are happening to your blood. It was just words. And the way you're thinking, your hormones are getting changed. Everything is happening. Your blood pressure goes up. Because of words that you heard. Do you understand where I'm going? It's all words. The argument is words. And God is fighting with words. And that's Satan's weapons. If you understand from the word of God and you got revelation, you're free. That's why Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Because once you know the truth, you, you're not going to fret anymore. You're okay. And Satan can do nothing to you. No one can hold you down. No one. No one. Once you get the truth. And I'm going to come, this is so important because we'll come out later as we talk about the enemy and what he knows. And what God knows and what God is giving to us. That's so key. We need to get there and I believe we'll get there next week. It's so important, it's so key. Because once you understand, then you know where you stand. Amen? You know where you stand. Are you going to be free from troubles? No. He's going to try you even more to see if you really have full understanding. That's what he does. Listen to these words. 
second corinthians chapter 10 verse 4 and 5 it says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in god the weapons of our warfare they are not carnal what you have to fight with they are not natural weapons they are not you know bombs and and uh, jets and all of that kind of stuff no uh, that's not what our weapons are the, weapon, the, the kind of warfare that we are in is not that type. He says, they are, but the weapons we have, they are mighty. I like that. Amen? We have mighty weapons that God is giving to us. <clears throat> mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. What are these strongholds? What are these strongholds that he's talking about? These weapons are mighty from God, and they pull down strongholds. What are the strongholds that we're talking about? They pull down strongholds. They cast down arguments. Again, arguments have to do with words, right? Arguments. These weapons that God gave to us, they are designed to do what? Not to fight your friend who is in the natural, but your real fight is arguments. Arguments against what God says. So what Satan is doing is bring arguments to you to make you abandon what God says for what you know and what he's telling you. This is where the battle is. This is the real revelation. Arguments. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, again, is, is knowledge of God. Bringing what? Every thought into captivity. That's what Satan wants. He wants to change the way you think about yourself. He wants to change the way you think about your relationship with God. He starts something to make you move away from what you've been thinking about, what God says, and then you are out in this field just looking at what you see in the natural and going and being led by what you see in the natural. That's where the fight is. It's argument. He comes up with all of these things to make you lean away from God's word. And when you don't have understanding, you are even more vulnerable. That's where the battle is. But once you gain understanding, you're free. You cannot be held down. You are going to be free. So, the battle is not a natural one. We are fighting against principalities against powers amen spiritual wickedness in high places rulers of the darkness of this age rulers of the darkness of this present age they control the dark and everything every kind of knowledge that contradicts god's word is what dark and if you buy into it, you die. 
The word of God has different facets. I talk about principles. There are principles in every area of life that God is giving us to live by. You may have light in one area. Amen. <laughs> and you're strong in that area. Don't be satisfied. Amen. There are other areas. Don't overlook because you are not going through it now. And that's not your problem. <laughs> he knows you are weak in that area. You've not been using that muscle. And you're weak. <laughs> so you need to walk in every area. And to gain understanding is go back to the word. If it's finances, don't lay back. Go back to the word on finances. Amen. Memorize them like we heard in Sunday school this morning. Stay with those things. That will be your first investment. Every principle that you can gather in that area from the word of God, gather them. For years, I studied healing. I guess my wife, you know that. I studied healing. Everything I wanted to talk about healing, I read books. I, tell, I know the ministers that have written the best book. Thank you. 